the Dead Pair Podcast is brought to you by the Elite Experience Elite Shotguns and is fueled by Fioki. Oh. Welcome to the Dead Pair Podcast, coming in hot with everything you want to hear about sporting clays. Guy Fieri. How are you, gentlemen? Thanks for having me. Anthony Matteris Jr., how you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty well. Welcome back, David Radulovic. Yeah, that's a net positive. <laughs> Brad Kidd. Corey Cruz. Thank you for joining us this evening. Now I feel awkward. With your hosts, Jason Rambo. One more Red Bull for you. And Sean Alley. Woo, yeah! It's Christmas. Let's do it! Often imitated, but never duplicated. It's the Dead Pair Podcast. Dead and now, it's showtime. What's up, Lords and in charge? Well, buddy, I bet you you are really enjoying that Florida weather now. <laughs> hey, Sean, is it is it cold up there, bud? It, it's colder than a witch's boob and a brass brassier. <laughs> All right. Well, that's how we're starting this episode <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, man. I bet you haven't been out shooting any, huh? No, I mean, we just got through the holidays and uh, back to work trying to dig out from that stuff. Hopefully, uh, I'll get some time here moving forward. But man, I'll tell you what, it has just been all kinds of ugly up here. Yeah, well, I I'm, I, I wish I could say, you know, I envy you, but I just don't. So. Yeah, you know what it's all about. You ain't been going that long. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, I've been looking forward to this for a long, long time. However, we have talked to a, a massive amount of people down here. So this is the coldest winter than anybody can remember in florida so hopefully this snaps and gets out of it quick but okay anyway you'll forgive um, me if i don't shed a tear uh, you're right right <laughs> but uh uh anyway hey listen uh everyone thank you very much to our sponsors elite shotguns um sean alley these colors are just phenomenal am i right right yep and a big thanks to fioki man i tell you what if it goes click bang we love it right <laughs> That's right. Of course, Atlas Traps. Uh, lots of new stuff with Atlas. Go back and listen to that episode if you haven't heard it. Uh, I was talking to Scott Manspeaker the other day. He's really stoked. The new building is almost done. They're almost moved in and uh, really, really excited. They're gonna Their turnaround time on traps is going to be half what it was before. So good stuff coming with Atlas Traps. Good to hear. And if you're ever in the need for some new hearing protection, the girls at OtoPro are the ones to reach out to. Those guys or those gals will definitely take care of you and make you a happy, happy customer. Absolutely. Uh, of course, Rhino Chokes, Sean Alley. Um, can you can you really go wrong? I mean, the chokes, the barrel porting, all all of the work that they do is just absolutely phenomenal. Now, fantastic guys over there, Scott, Jody, Matt, the whole team, uh, just phenomenal to work with. Uh, and if you need to protect your eyeballs, RE Ranger, that's the place to go. Still loving my reacts, Jason, and I'm sure you're getting daily calls on when's the prescription reacts going to be available, <laughs> yeah. right? It never ends. Well, I'm hoping they come sooner than later because my eyes are getting worse. I mean, this is the same pair I've had for about a year and a half now, and I've got to up my prescription. So, hey, look, I'm on that waiting list too, everybody. So it's coming uh, hopefully sooner than later. Yeah. Um, you know, listen, all of our sponsors, look, Vero Beach, Clay Shooting Sports, Sean Alley, it is absolutely gorgeous down there in February. Uh, of course, we have the Caribbean Cup coming up with them. And then, of course, home of the Dead Pair Blast. Absolutely. Um, bigger and better this year. So can't wait to tell everybody all about all that. Yeah, big stuff coming. Uh, and our favorite lady that tweaks our noodle, Don Grant. Thank you, Don, for everything you do for us. And I know you help a lot of other shooters out there. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, if you're shooting tournaments, you know there's only one place to go to find these clubs. 
when they're hosting a tournament and get registered, and that's Score Chaser. Uh, thank you very much to Casey Chase and everybody at Score Chaser. Speaking of finding clubs and tournaments, Sean Alley, we have a way to help everybody with that. That's right. We've got a brand new feature that we're working on the website. We're going to have a dedicated find a coach and find a club uh, feature on our website. We're working on that now. The tabs are up, but there's nothing there yet. What it's going to basically allow you guys to do is if you are looking for a club in your area or if you're traveling to uh, another place out of state, it'll allow you to quickly and access uh, any clubs in the USA as well as the uh, same thing for coaches. So hopefully that'll be a big uh, help for all you guys getting out getting out there and getting started with the game uh, or anybody that really hasn't traveled too much around the country to uh, to find a coach or find a club that you're looking for. Absolutely. So if you are a club or you work for a club or you're a coach or an instructor and you're listening to this and you'd like to be on the website, get a hold of us. We're going to have a form you can fill out right online um, and we'll get all your information up and posted. But uh, yeah, get a hold of us. We'd be more than happy to help. Right. Changing gears, uh, the uh, the golf cart raffle for Ronald McDonald House Kids and Clays, that is still up and active. Um, and Jason, what is the link on that again to buy tickets? Um, it's www.deadpair.givesmart.com. Right. And uh, the golf cart will be there at Vero Beach uh, during the Caribbean Cup, and we'll definitely give it away to a lucky winner out there. And that will be transported directly to you, no matter where you are in the continental USA, uh, if you are the winner. Well, you know, Sean, I brought up the dead pair of blasts a little bit ago, and I know it's been a hot minute since we had that shoot, but we've got some people that want to come on and talk about it. Um, Mr. First, starting with Mr. Mike Luongo, um, you know, Mike is going to give us, I guarantee a very unbiased, honest opinion. Um, I mean, this is a guy that puts on shoots and sets targets himself. He's a coach. He's a competitor. I'm sure he's going to give us an honest rundown. Yeah, Mike's been setting targets for a very long time, ever since he was a young guy. So it'll uh, be interesting to hear what he has to say. And, of course, we're going to have uh, Mr. Malcolm Parker and Mr. Bill McGuire on after them. So That's right. Everybody loves him, Mr. Malcolm Parker and Uncle Bill. So. Uh, and two, two of our winners, uh, prelim and main event. So, Hey, listen, uh, I just got a text from Mike, so let's get him on the horn, Sean. Alrighty. The dead Joining us on the phone is the infamous Mr. Mike Luongo. Mike, how you doing tonight, buddy? Good guys. How y'all doing? Good. You like how you said infamous? <laughs> i don't know i don't know about all that i've heard i've heard rumors no i'm just kidding yeah, all man. right it's great to have you on the show again buddy it's been a while um i imagine things aren't too bad down there right now no all is good just been busy uh matter of fact we've got over 800 kids coming uh saturday so i've been prepping for that all week do you really well, tell everybody what tell everybody what that's about mike Absolutely, yeah. So it's the South Carolina Youth Shooting Foundation. It is its own uh, entity. You know, it's not part of the SCTP. It's not part of the NSCA. It was uh, founded um, by a group of guys, one being David Chestnut, the owner of Rocky Creek, uh, Donnie Roth, and a few others. Um, and they, their whole goal was just to get kind of 100 kids from our state to shoot. And now we here we are in 2024 with uh, 1,190 members. Wow! Wow! It's amazing. That, that is awesome. Is awesome. Yeah, for sure, man. That's really cool. Um, so, do do you see a lot of those kids progress into tournament shooters? 
yeah, you know, kind of one of my own personal goals is to, you know, get these kids involved in NSCA because kind of that's where my heart's at too, you know, both sides and uh, uh, try to get them in. We, we get probably 10%, you know, uh, Madison Sharp, Turner Parcell, uh, just a few names, uh, Ann Weathers, uh, some of your, your shooters out of South Carolina that become really good shots have came out of that program. So we have produced some good ones out of it. Yeah. Well, those, those names aren't too shabby. I mean, you're talking about the ladies national champion and exactly. I mean, Turner's just lighting it up. So, I mean, these, that's wow, dude, I'm impressed. Seriously. That's awesome. Yeah. We're proud of it. Mike, one of the reasons we got you on here is we know that, first of all, if anybody's going to give an unbiased opinion, it's going to be Mike Luongo. But as somebody, that puts, <laughs> as somebody that puts on shoots and sets targets and you compete yourself, you're a coach. So it was like, you know, Mike was down there to dead pair of blasts. Let's get his take on everything. Um, Mike, let's start with the targets. First of all, did you shoot all the events, the prelim, the feet task, the super sporting and the main? Yes, I did shoot all the events. Yes, sir. Yep. Well, what's your take on us two numbnuts setting targets? Well, it's funny, you know, I told, uh, I was telling Brian that I actually came up, the very first event I shot was the Super Sporting, and I thought it was 10 out of 10, like phenomenal. Like it was strong, you know. If I recall, the high score was a 48, and like if you shot 48 on that, you were getting it out of 50 you know that was a great score um combinations were yeah. good um you had time there was some distance angle speed you know everything that i personally look for um in in a shoot you know in a tournament on a layout um yeah. and you know i'm a little biased to bureau beach because brian and carrie and ashley and all of them are like family you know we work together a lot so and we just love the club and the people at the club and Matter of fact, a lot of my members and personal friends go down there to shoot because of it. We just enjoy it. Their hospitality and, you know, they don't skimp on anything. You know, they go right. first class on every every deal, which is excellent for the shooter, you know. Um, and it's just excellent for the game, you know, to kind of keep it top end. So, I mean, like I said, I enjoyed it. Um, main, I thought for the crowd you had, um but, you know, the targets were spot on. You couldn't have gone any harder, right? 96 was high in the main. <laughs> uh, with that field, there were some great shooters there, but how do you go any harder than that, right? So I think it was kind of perfect for that event. I think at a state shoot, maybe it was a little too easy. A regional, you know, you go up, but for that event, I mean, I don't think, I think it was perfect, you know, as far as the target presentations and, you know, we all missed, which is good, right? But we all hit a lot, you know, in different divisions. So right. that's what you kind of look for. All right, can we get, you know, you know, Bill McGuire to miss, you know, four or five, but can we get that lady who just maybe started shooting to still shoot 60%, you know? That's kind of my personal yeah. goal to keep the whole field happy and keep people interested in the game. Right. Well, that was that was part of our... Sean and I kept trying to have a mindset when we were doing this. It's like, look, we want people to break targets. We want people to have fun. And we we need to try and create a lot of what people like you and Joe Skull do is let's let people beat themselves up. You know what I mean? Let's not beat them up. Let's let them beat themselves. 
and I, I think it worked as far as target difficulty. We were actually shooting for a 97 in the main, and Malcolm shot a 96, which I think is awesome. It's right there. Yeah. So it was right there, yeah. You know, but if you look down through the classes on Score Chaser, you know, where people finished, it was like it was in line with where it should be. You know, like double A to A to B to C. I mean, I, I think the scores were what they should have been. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, think- and, and go ahead, Sean. No, no, I was, I was just going to say, I, I didn't hear anybody grumbling afterwards. And I, I've been to as many tournaments as I can remember. There seems like there's always somebody complaining about the targets. And I really didn't hear too much of that going on, if anything. I don't really believe there was any of that going on. I think most people thought everything was was pretty fair, which is exactly what me and Jason had intended. So, Yeah, and you take that. I mean, here's the deal. Somebody's going to complain, right? 100%. It's impossible. Right, right. Yeah. I just didn't hear it. <laughs> We try to, you know, make the masses happy. I mean, I've heard it all from, you know, man, Mike, that was phenomenal. Oh, what'd you do last night? Are you in a bad mood? You know, I've heard it all. So it's, and I tell people this every time, you know, one of the things I talk about is when I'm setting targets, I literally don't really go for a number. My whole goal is, all right, how am I going to entertain my top 1% to 2% that are here. And then the other 98%, let's do it for everybody. Let's entertain them. Let's give them their money's worth. And then the cards fall. Sometimes I'm a little too hard. Sometimes I might be a little too soft, but at the end of the day, you know, I told one guy, he personally was ripping me one time years ago. And I go, sir, you ever had a bad day shooting? He's like, yeah, all the time, you know, add one today on your targets. I go, you ever think of targets that hadn't had a bad day? We have bad days too, right? <laughs> and he kind of backed off me and he meant stuck his hand out. He's like, you're right. I apologize. I said, no, man, we're good. Just none of us are perfect. We're just trying to, I don't think any target setter on top of the game that does it professionally, like, or on a high level or a guy learning, everybody's intention is to give it a hundred percent and they all try. It's just sometimes we're a little hard. Sometimes we're a little easy and sometimes we get it perfect. You know, it's just part of the game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Jason and I haven't had a whole lot of experience, but I know that our, our, uh, our night shoot at Cardinal, when we did the prelim there this uh, past year, there was some grumbling that the targets were too hard. And the year before everybody thought they were just great. So yeah, we can see the definite up and down and it's a challenge to try to make everybody happy. But in the end, I mean, the intention's there, right? And everybody has to shoot the same targets. That's it. You know, everybody, you know, I tell people, student of the game, you look at Joe Skull, uh, Rick Hemingway. I'm talking about guys that are, you know, way older than me, some of my good buddies. You know, these guys, everybody's a little bit different. Everybody does a little different. But we all intend to give people, you know, we want to give them their money's worth and we want to give them a great time and some, like you said, we're going to get it perfect. We're going to get it a little too hard, a little too easy. But the goal is to to keep everybody happy. It's not, I promise every shooter out there that's just a shooter and doesn't set targets or coaching, we're all doing it with 110%. We're not trying to give you 30%. We're trying our best. And some days we're the bugs, some days we're the windshield, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, Mike, what about uh, how do you feel the tournament ran overall as far as the rotations, the timing? I mean, were you waiting around for anything? I, I know Vero usually does a good job at all that stuff, but any any thoughts there? Yeah, no, everything um, ran smooth. You know, the rotations, we never waited. I mean, I don't remember a trap going down. Um, um, I think one station, one in the main, we were talking about it, it was a, like a slow report pair. 
And I actually talked to Brian about it, and he goes, we had to make it a report. And then, yet. But when I got to the, to the station, I'm like, oh, thank goodness it was a report, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike, what about the payouts? You know, we did the $50 back to class, and that was something that, Ever since I read Tony Rivera's article, uh, the last one he wrote before he passed, that was something he talked about is letting shooters kind of play with their own money a little bit. And, you know, we put $50 back to class in the main and the prelim. What's your thoughts on the payouts? Uh, You know, I'm, my opinion is like, I've shot all over the country since I was a kid, right? Spent a lot of money doing it. I never skimped on a shell. I never skimped on an entry fee. If I couldn't afford to go, I just didn't go, right? I wanted to be able to do it with the fullest. I want to shoot the best ammunition that gave me the best chance, you know, the best equipment. And um, it's kind of funny. It's it's a weird deal. I hear it all the time. We haven't solved this yet, right? Some people want to shoot for money. Others strictly want to shoot for fun. Right. The million-dollar right. question, you know, and uh, – I had buddies that shoot other disciplines and they're like, Mike, we shot this tournament one X. I'm like, that would never happen in sporting, you know? Um, so I think personally, what's $50 more than an entry fee? Nothing. Right. when we travel, I mean, I came down to shoot that shoot. I had a plane ticket, you know, I had to ship in my ammo, this, this, and that. I love it. I mean, I wouldn't care if it was a hundred dollars back to class. Right. I was there to shoot. So, um, that for me personally doesn't bother me. Other shooters, it's like, well, I don't want to shoot for money. I just want to shoot for targets. And I'm like, wait a minute. You got your $50,000 shotgun, your $50,000 side by side, and you're worried about 50 bucks. So, right. <laughs> I mean, it's right. Yeah. right. Each their own. I'm not getting on anybody, but it, it is a truth of the matter. I watch it, you know, I've watched it for years. You know, I'm a personal fan of money back to class. And I think it's good, like for EDC, uh, you know, it's fair for everybody. There's, oh, I can't win. Well, you could win D class, you know. So, yeah. Well, it's funny you say that because we had a gentleman come up to us. He's in B class. Yeah. B is in Bravo. He said, man, he goes, listen, he goes, I played options everywhere I've went. He said, the most money I've ever won was $28. I'm like, yeah. And he goes, this weekend I did good in the prelim and the main. He said, I'm walking out of here with over a thousand dollars. Wow. I yep. said, you're kidding me. He said, no. He said, I, he goes, I even had to talk. It's tied and split money with somebody. And I'm still walking out of here with a thousand dollars. So, I mean, and he's in B class, you know? So yeah. I think it's awesome. Um, I, do. I, I think it's, I think it's something that we all ought to try and, and to do, not just on this shoot, but on a lot of shoots, I think they could do it. So I agree. Well, well, Mike, any other uh, thoughts or comments? On, I mean, I, again, this was the first event for us uh, down there at Vero, and we were excited to do it. Uh, but obviously, we're looking for feedback. We're going to try to make uh, this coming year bigger and better. Uh, but any other final thoughts on uh, the tournament or anything that needs to be changed or improved or any other comments like that? No, I think, you know, um, you had the – like the most fun I had was kind of the after party uh, where, you know, Jake from the Cardinal Center, all those guys that I only get to see two or three times a year that are good buddies of mine, you know, just that I, I miss seeing. And I was able to kind of hang out with them and see everybody and hang out with Benny Wise and people that are, you know, buddies of mine. But life gets in the way. We only see each other a few times a year. So I thought that was awesome, especially with the new clubhouse. It was kind of a good get together. 
and you guys did your giveaways. That was, I think that always adds flavor, you know, because everybody has a chance on the giveaways and it just adds good flavor to the shoot. You know, as far as like the course and people running the shoot, and, I mean, I thought everything was spot on. You know what I mean? Referees were great. You get people grumbling about referees all the time. I said, guys, that's the weakest link of our sport. Okay. It's a hard job. You will never see me get upset with a ref. I always compliment them or try to help them because I was one of them at one time, you know, when I was a kid. So that's just tough. And as far as you hear shooters go, well, this ref said you got to shoot. I said, guys, that's part of learning the game. Just get over it. Like, look past that. Smile, thank them, and, and play your game. Well, it's it's no different than any other sport. I mean, they blow calls in football and baseball and basketball. I mean, you know, so, so why would be be any different in shooting? Right, and those guys are getting paid a lot more to blow calls, and they do it all the time. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes, I mean, indeed. that's why I tell people we gotta we gotta. I've been working on this a lot, especially with younger kids, and being like, you know, thank you, referee. Um, I can go through the whole state of Florida, right? And I personally know. So almost all those referees because I worked with them in the past and I can go up. They're joyful. They're happy. They do a great job. Like, you know what? If one guy's going to be a little chatty, Hey, chat with him for a second. It, it's not a big deal. Right. You, that kind of stuff. Um, it's, uh, it's always going to be a struggle. Um, and we're working on it and that kind of thing. Um, you know, like I tell everybody, just thank your referee. And, you know, if one's out of line, they'll get it right. But we can, there's, it's a hard job. I mean, I've been there. Yes. Yep, for sure. Well, here's here's one last important question for you, Mike. Is are we going to see you back this December at the Dead Pair Blast? As long as my work schedule doesn't get in the way, absolutely. I'll be there. I'm awesome. going to try to bring my friends from South Carolina again. We had a ball. You know, I shot with Morris and Tamisha, good friends of mine. And, yeah, we, we just came down to have a good time, and, uh, yeah, we'll be back. Oh, uh, one more, one quick last question for you. Uh, Mike, I know you're you're still busy with lessons, but if somebody wants to try and squeak in there with a lesson, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Yeah, uh, my cell phone, you know what I mean? Um, people book personally with me, my cell. I work off my cell phone. That's kind of my lifeline because, I'm, you know, I might be setting targets or selling a gun or it's nonstop. So yeah, just call my, my cell phone to the club, you know, Rocky Creek and we can work it out. All right. Perfect, man. Well, we appreciate it very much, Mike. We'll, we'll link your phone number down in the show description, but, uh, thank you for spending a few minutes with us, man. I know how busy you are. And, Not a uh, problem. I say that to, I say that to a lot of people, but it seems like everybody in this industry is just buried constantly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but, uh, we appreciate you very much, Mike. Thank you. Not a problem. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Mike. See you, buddy. Yes, Sean, you got it, buddy. Thank you. The Dead Pair. We think, Sean, Mr. Mike Lawonga. Oh, I like Mike, dude. He's a cool, cool dude. We talk quite a bit at the event, and uh, I love hanging out with him. Yeah, for sure. He was uh, he was pretty cool at the event, giving us a little bit of constructive criticism on a couple of just a couple of targets that were you know maybe need a little tweaked. Um, and I, I completely understood everything he said and, and I appreciated his feedback 100%. Yeah. And I don't know if you, um, Hey, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was, go ahead, Sean. Well, I was going to say, I don't know if you caught it or not, but he was, you know, he shot the uh, super sporting event on Friday and I was buzzing around Saturday, you know, taking pictures and filming and stuff. And I saw him back out on the super sporting course again. I'm like, Mike, didn't you shoot this yesterday? He goes, yeah, but the targets were so fun. I had to come shoot him a second time. 
<laughs> so, anyways, that's awesome. Yeah, I just wanted to say that. So, um, hey, earlier in the show, I forgot we have a turning talk we need to get to. All right, let's go. It's turning talk. Brought to you by Score Chaser. All right, we got a couple of them to catch up with. The Leanies 200 at Game Unlimited is now open on Score Chaser. That event is May 17th through the 19th. Next up, we have the ECC at Hunter's Point is now open for registration. That shoot will be held March 7th through the 10th. Um, and let's see. Next up, we have Utah State Super Sporting at Big Hollow Hollowing Shooting Complex September 4th through 8th. Last but not least, Texas State Super Sporting at Greystone Castle Sporting Club August 2nd through the 4th. Both of those are opened up and ready for registration. Awesome. Well, hey, listen, we have two gentlemen that are waiting on us to call. Let's get Mr. Bill McGuire and Malcolm Parker on the phone with us, Sean. The Dead Pair. All right, on the phone, our two winners from the main event and the prelim, Mr. Malcolm Parker and Uncle Bill McGuire. What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? Doing good. Doing good, Jason. Glad to hear from you guys. Good to have you back on the show and good to talk to you. It's been a while. Uh, I mean, it hasn't been that long, I guess, but uh, awesome to have you back on the show so we can talk a little bit about the event. You know, you guys, I tell you what, if you don't mind me starting in here. Um, now, Malcolm, I know you're a huge fan of Vero Beach and you say it all the time. And and Bill, I mean, do you shoot at Vero quite a bit these days? Or I do. I do. Okay. I just uh, I toss there today, be teaching there tomorrow. Gotcha. Well, what is it about that club that you guys like so much? What's some of the the high points or the features that you guys look forward to when you're down there shooting? Yeah, uh, you know the people first. You know, I think it's run very well, and uh, uh, they always have a good good presentation of targets. Um, it's just a nice place to shoot. It just you know, there's something you know you hear like some golf courses you know play to certain players' eyes, you know, and. Now, that one just lays out good, you know, for you, uh, it seems like, when you shoot. And atmosphere is always good. Everybody has a lot of fun. And uh, just a great place to shoot. Gotcha. Malcolm, what about you, sir? I mean, where else would you rather be in February than Vero Beach, Florida? It's one of the nicest towns in Florida. Some of the best seafood you'll ever eat. The weather is always just absolutely chamber of commerce <laughs> uh, they have done so much with that club melanie and i have been going down there probably for the last 10 years straight she's from florida and she absolutely loves girl beach she used to come from winter haven when she was a young girl and that's where they went was their destination was vero beach to go to the beach and once she and i started going down there i fell in love with it also but uh, Murray and Brian, all the guys down there have just done a phenomenal job with that club. When they first got it, it was nice, but it's very small. They went in there and opened it up and uh, acquired a little bit more land, so they have two courses now. But I really enjoy it. I'll be 70 this year. And you go so many places where it's a visual test, but at Vero Beach, I have never found that. I mean, they throw the birds up in the sky. They'll show you dome. They'll show you belly. It's just a great place for my age group to go and have fun targets that you can see well. The people are so nice. The food is always fabulous. It's just a well-run shoot. I mean, we go to the Florida Swing every year, and that's 
that's where we try to start off is down there in Vero. Well, first of all, congratulations on both your wins. I mean, Bill in the prelim and Malcolm, you in the main. Um, Uncle Bill, let's start with you. You really put up an impressive number in the prelim with a 98. Um, talk about how the prelim went for you. I mean, the targets, the mindset, everything that was going on. Um, what do you think about the prelim? Oh, I thought it was good. You know, anytime you shoot well, you like it. <laughs> True. <laughs> that doesn't True. hurt, does it? <laughs> but I started that day, missed my first bird out. And I thought, oh, this could be a bad sign. And then I straighted it around for a good while before I missed my other one. But yeah, targets were good. Like Michael said, very visible. And uh, you just get out there and try to, you know, minimize your mistakes. I've always looked at it that way. If you make the fewest mental mistakes as anybody there, you usually win. And uh, uh, that's just, uh, I thought it was run well. And uh, it just clicked that day really well. That's awesome. Well, Malcolm, we set the targets a tick harder in the main but you were still able to put up a 96. Talk about how the main went for you, sir. I thought the targets were spot on for that shoot. Uh, I started off really good. I think I ran six or eight stations before I dropped my first bird. But at my age anymore, I'm all about having a good time and meeting my friends down there and just shooting well. And I used to put so much pressure on myself when I was trying to qualify for Team USA every year. I just went down there with an attitude this this year that, you know, it's the 1st of December. we got the holidays coming up. I just want to have a good time. And y'all really did a good talk, a job with the targets, and, and it just rolled on there. I was shooting one pair at a time, station after station, and was very, very fortunate to wind up with a 96 that day. And there was a load of people that came in right behind me, Bill, Brad, Kid, Doug Vine, and Christian Suter. They all had 95. So if I'd have hiccuped one more time, they would have been a heck of a shoot off. <laughs> yes, there <laughs> yeah, would have. That's for sure. Yes, there would have. Well, hey, you know, both of you guys, uh, gentlemen of a certain age, we'll say, um, no, 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 no cracking in there. But, you know, here's the thing. What tickled me and Jason the most was both you guys, you know, with Bill winning the prelim, Malcolm winning the the uh, the main, you know, you guys beat a lot of younger shooters out there. I mean, Brad Kibb was there. Doug Vine was there. I mean, there were some shooters, Mike Luongo. You know, how good does it feel for you guys to still be able to go out there and put up a number, walk away and say, yep, I still got something the old pups can't touch. I mean, <laughs> Malcolm, what do you say about that? Well, that's why I keep playing the game. I've been doing this for 25 years now and i really enjoy it now better than when i first started i've been fortunate uh bill has always been my buddy we started out way back shooting for comp and show years ago and he he's the guy i always pick up the phone and i call and i say bill i need some help i'm struggling right here quick story i was at the gator cup one year and and i hadn't I've been busy building pools all year and I hadn't had a chance to practice much. And I called Bill. I said, Bill, I need some help, man. I'm struggling. I said, can you give me five minutes? And we, we met on the make a break and it was like 10 minutes till my rotation started. He said, shoot, shoot a few pair. And I shot a few pair. And he said, I want you to do this. Just, just go out there and look at them one at a time. Look at the line and, and your whole point here and, and just turn it loose. And I went out and shot a 99 that day and won the prelim and, it's just little things like that. He, he gives you confidence, you know, to trust yourself and trust the process. You've been doing it so long, you know what to do. 
but if doubt creeps in, that's that's the worst thing that can happen. So you got to be positive. You got to you got to know that you can do it. You have to reach down deep. And that was just one of those days when it was all clicking and I was just there to have a good time, you know, and it, it worked out really, really well. Nice. Well, Bill, what about you? I know you uh, you definitely go around there and kick some butt on some of these younger shooters. But, you know, there. I mean, you know, Gianna Santo, I think she's, what, like 24, 25? She shot a 94 right behind you guys. So, I mean, you just eked them out, but it was just enough, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of these young kids coming up, young adults, uh, are phenomenal. Uh, they can really shoot. Um, yeah, and you got to, you know what, like Malcolm said, at our age now, I know Malcolm's a little older than I am. I'm 61 now. And, uh, it's tough sometimes to, to get in it. And, you know, at, at our age, light that fire, sometimes it's tough to keep it lit. And uh, so you gotta, you gotta work, you know, you gotta have a couple little things that you count on every station and try to execute that and, uh, kind of have a good, uh, foundation. Uh, and, uh, you know, it just takes a lot of work. It's a lot of work, a lot of trust. So, Sean and I kind of chased the both of you around the course um, throughout the weekend during the dead pair blast. And there was lots of smiles all around. Do you think, and and you guys have talked to us personally about this and you know what we were trying to create. Do do you think that we're heading in the right direction there? I mean, Mr. Malcolm, you know what I mean by that? What's your opinion on it? I I do, you know, uh, for the, for the most part, the nationals are over and it's gone by. Uh, if you go to all the regionals throughout the year, I mean, you do the very best you can, but, but you're going to get beat up, you know, and, uh, you get down there and it was just refreshing. I mean, every station, there was no vision test. They were fun. Everybody was cutting up, having a good time. And, uh, that was just a really well-run shoot. We didn't have any trap troubles and there's a couple of golf carts running around constantly with batteries and people on them. And I mean, if they ever did have a, a hiccup, they were right there to take care of it and address it immediately, you know, but I think y'all did a really good job. I'm looking forward to next year. I kind of heard that through the grapevine that it may be a 200 bird event next year. And that will be. outstanding. <laughs> uh, he's, he's letting our secrets out here. Yeah, Sean. I know. But I don't know who he's. I, I don't know who he's been talking oh, to, I, but I have know. an idea. Right. Right. Well, Bill, what's your, what's your opinion? Do you have anything different to add to what Mr. Malcolm said? I mean, no. obviously now I will say this, what Sean and I are trying to create is one thing, but it's the staff at Vero that made us look good. Okay. They, they knew what we wanted to do. We talked about it and they made us look good because they're, they're the experts. They're the ones that are there every single day, setting targets and running events. And you know, this isn't, (laughs) this in the Caribbean cup is not by far all they run all year long. I mean, they're going to tournament seems like every weekend, but um, what's your thoughts though, Bill, with what we're trying to create with this shoot? No, I thought I'm with Malcolm there. You guys did awesome. And Anytime you can kind of, like you said, you went around, you've seen people smiling. I've seen them. Everybody was having a great time. Anytime you can create a carnival type atmosphere at a shoot like that, uh, people will be back. You know, if you step on their toes, hurt their feelings uh, with targets, can't see them, you, you've hurt yourself. So you guys did a great job. Great job. And like Malcolm said, uh, all the targets was visible, breakable. 
And if you missed them, it was your fault. And uh, it was just uh, very well run. All of you guys did a super job, super job. And it was really a plus too, you guys being out there, talking to people, showing yourself. And uh, that that's always a great thing too. Well, you know, I mean, we've got two winners on the show, okay? Everybody's going to know that y'all enjoyed it. Um, but we had Mike Luongo on here a minute ago, and you all know Mike. He's not going to... He's not going to give you a biased opinion, right? So uh, he had a lot of good things to say about it. But it was important to Sean and I to go out and talk to everybody, as many people as we could. And we wanted everybody's feedback. And we also wanted to let them know that, hey, we're there to have fun with y'all. So, um, But, Bill, obviously, as Malcolm alluded to, we've got bigger and better plans for next year. But let's talk about that $50 back to class. Um, you both won a pile of money for just a little two-day event. Um, with shoots that you have been to over the years, how does this shoot rank to you, Bill? I mean, what payouts were pretty decent for no more than what, what, 200, 220 people, Sean? Is yeah, that a little, little over 200. I can't remember the exact number, but it was a little more than 200. Yeah. It was very, what do you think about that, Bill? That was very good. Very good. I think you need to do it again next year. This, this shoot will just keep growing. That's awesome. And then especially keeping it in class like that, that purse going back to classes and, it gives everybody an opportunity to, to win some money, and that's that's good. Yeah, well, and point case in point, Malcolm is. I had a gentleman come up to me, and I, I you know I just talked about it a little bit earlier with with uh, Mike Luongo, uh, guys in B class, and most he's ever won at any shoot ever is twenty eight dollars, and he won over a thousand dollars that weekend. So what what do you think, Malcolm? I, I can tell you another thing too. This gentleman came up and talked to me and. I believe he was over 80, but he had just started shooting and he was so excited. He shot really well and, and he is hooked. And for that to be one of his first big shoots, I mean, the targets were spot on. He didn't, he didn't get beat up. He was leaving there, kicking his heels up. He was so happy. I was so tickled for him because, you know, being that, being that age, uh, that's an accomplishment. You know, to finish yeah. finish up there like that and, and was so happy when he left. I've been to some shoots where people weren't happy when they left, you know, and we're trying to get new people in this sport all the time. And I just think y'all did a great job for being the first one like that. And and we hope next year will be just as good. And some more new people that listen to these podcasts will come and try it and bring a family member because this is a sport that you can do for the rest of your life with your wife, your daughter, your son. It's just one of the greatest games I've ever played. I've been doing a long time, and, and Bill has too, and you don't get tired of it. It's not a game of perfect. You know, if we all shot 100 straight every time we went out there, you'd get bored with it, but you don't ever do that. So it's just a great game, and it's you can socialize and have business acquaintances on the course with you when you go out during the week to practice. It's just, it's just a great, great uh, hobby that we have. Well, it, it's funny that you uh, mentioned that gentleman, uh, Malcolm, because he came up to me the very first morning, introduced himself. His name was Jim. I can't remember his last name. I apologize. But he came up to me and, you know, shook my hand and thanked us for the podcast that he'd been listening. And he just, like you said, he just started shooting last year. And I said, I said, really? I said, well, how old are you now? He goes, I just turned 85. So at 84, 84 years old, he picked up a gun and went out there and started. He, he was a big golfer, I guess, prior to that. Uh, we sat there and talked for a good 20, 30 minutes. And uh, you're right. He was absolutely tickled to be there, and he had a, he had a ball. So, 
Absolutely. Yeah, well, I mean, we had quite a few people come up to us during the shoot. Um, I know at least a half a dozen I talked to that, you know, thanked us for the podcast. And the reason they were there was because they listened to us on the podcast and seemed like everything went well. Um, but, you know, next year, again, not giving too much away, but we are going to make it a little bit bigger, better. It's probably going to be maybe a day or two longer. Um, do you guys have any feedback, suggestions, or, or anything that uh, that we need to look at next year to, to make it better or, or any uh, any negatives at this point? No, I think it was great. I'd stay on track of what you did this year and just uh, continue doing what you're doing. That's, that was awesome. You guys did a great job. Absolutely, and they had the new clubhouse where we could use it and uh, the big veranda out on the back. I mean, I think they could get 200 people under there and big screen TVs going with the scores rolling up there where you could see where you were and all your buddies were finishing. And and uh, if they have some shoot-offs next year, I'm sure, sure they'll put that right out the back from the veranda where everybody can sit under there and enjoy the festivities after the event's over. Heck, yeah. Heck, yeah. Yeah, that – that clubhouse is a force to be reckoned with. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Murray spared no expense. That thing is beautiful. They did yes, a good job. Sure did. Really nice. Really nice. Yeah. Very nice. Well, I tell you what, we definitely have two of the nicest people in sporting clays on the phone with us, Sean and, and uh, Mr. Malcolm, Uncle Bill. We, we can't thank you guys enough for spending a few minutes with us. And uh, we look forward to seeing you guys. Well, I know I'll be, a present accounted for for all the Florida swing and Sean will be down for the Caribbean cup and Jack links. So, um, lunch is on us guys. If you run into us, we'd be more than happy to buy you guys lunch and sit down and chat with you. Yeah. Do you know how much me and Malcolm can eat? <laughs> well, I didn't, I didn't tell you I was using Sean's pro sign studio credit card, but <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hey, and I'd like to thank you guys for what you do with the dead pair. I mean, there's no telling how many people y'all have reached to get them into this sport. And that, that's what it's all about. You know, we've got friends all over the United States that we see and cherish as close friends. And Bill and I keep in contact through this. If he's going to Florida, he'll come by here occasionally and spend the night with me and Melanie. We'll chat and catch up and he'll go on down to Florida and teach, you know, and I feel like I could go just about any state in the United States and stay with a friend that we have met through shotgunning. Absolutely. You know, that's what me and Malcolm talked about a lot, you know, over the years and in our travels, this is our family on the road, you know, all of our friends that we've made and acquaintances and that's special. It's really special. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, you know, Malcolm, we had you on one of our, one of our very first episodes, I think it was episode two, matter of fact. And, uh, you made that comment and that stuck with me and I've noticed that and it's, it's kind of funny because it, like you said, it's, there's no strangers. It's only friends you haven't met yet in this game. You know, and there's, not a, there's not a finer group of people in any other sport in the world, I think. So, but now it's, I, I agree. Now, Sean and I are floored every time we go to a shoot, how many people come up to us and we're shooting because of you, or we decide to do tournaments because of you guys. And it's just, it humbles us, but that's what our mission is. We want to help grow what we love so much. Absolutely. So, but, um, but thank you guys, sir. Sincerely, very, very much. We appreciate you spending some time with us. No, oh, you're up good up. work guys. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate what you get, what you do. We'll keep after it. 
All right, guys. Well, listen, it was great talking to you. Can't wait to see you guys down there in February when the weather's nice. Uh, I'll be bringing my cold butt down there, and uh, well, hopefully we can hang out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That sounds good. All right. All right. Sounds we'll good. See. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank, yeah, thank, thank you, gentlemen. Guys. Take care. Alrighty. Take care. Yep. Yep. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. You know, Sean, you could call them I, – I don't even want to say the word old guys because they're not, in my opinion, uh, but they are vet class shooters – but they can still kick some butt. I mean, gentlemen you know. of a certain age is the right way to say that, Jason. <laughs> is that what it is? That's, gentlemen of a certain okay. That's right. All right. Yeah. I'm not too far behind, dude. So well, well not, me neither. Me, me not... neither. But but again, I thought it was so cool. I mean, uh, you and I both put a lot of time and a lot of thought into this shoot. And I think it was really cool to see Malcolm and Bill win the main and the prelim. Um, but more than that, you know, we got a lot of good feedback. We got a we got a lot of good um, comments from from people that we you know definitely respect their opinions on. And I think the exciting thing is is that we've got you know some some more ideas, some bigger, better ideas for next year, or I'm sorry, for this coming year, uh, for the next shoot. And hopefully, we'll grow it a little bit more. More people will be able to make it, and then hopefully, with this testimony, people will definitely want to be there. So, yeah, for sure. Um, and you know, yeah, we put a lot of thought and a lot of effort into it, but. No way possible could we have done this without Brian Palmer and all the staff at Vero. I mean, they were absolutely phenomenal. Benny Wise, uh, you know, I mean, Ash in the office. We love you, Ash. She just had a baby. Congratulations to her, by the way. Right. Um, you know, but all those girls, I mean, Carrie, Ash, you know, all of them, they, they're amazing, the work that they do. And and listen, I'm not saying that they're better than anybody else. I know there's a lot of people at a lot of clubs that work very hard, but if for this shoot in particular, we could not have been successful without that staff at Vero. And the one person that we really need to thank is Mr. Murray that uh, owns Vero Beach. He built a beautiful clubhouse, and he extended us the opportunity to have our shoot there. So yes. thank you very much to him and all Brian Palmer and all the staff at Vero. Sincerely, we appreciate it. Um, hey, while Sean and I were down there, real quick, we had the guys from Shell Shuckers come up to us, and they offered us a chance to use their Shell pickup sticks. Now, I don't use an auto, but when I'm practicing sometimes, you know, the shells don't always hit the bucket, or in Sean's case, when he's mad and throwing shells everywhere. That's me. They don't always hit the bucket. <laughs> but they offered us to try this, and I was skeptical at first because it doesn't have the big round magnet on the end. It's just a stick. I had 15 shells on the end of this thing. And I'm like, okay, well, now here's the chest. And I pulled the lever at the end of it, and all those shells dropped off. Not one hung on. This thing is really cool. Sorry, guys. I'm not giving mine back. I'll pay the $39.95 for yours. Sean, tell everybody, you have the website written down there, don't you? Yeah, and it's 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 Shells Shuckers, which is S-H-E-L-L-Z. S-H-U-K-E-R.com, shellsshucker.com. And I, I'm telling you guys, this is going to be a, a go-to necessary item in your bag. If you're out there shooting, um, it's just so easy to use. I mean, we've all used different magnets and stuff, but this one, I think, in my opinion, far outperforms anything I've used. Jason, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, mine came, uh, well, I'm sure yours did too, with a little clip to mount it on your buggy. I've already got mine mounted in the yes, back of the buggy. Yes, yes. If you if you were detrimental to your spine like I've been all my life between running equipment and breaking half my spine in motocross, bending over and picking up shells is not fun. <laughs> or or if, if you, you ate a little bit in, too much at the lunch, you know that that also uh, right? that also comes in handy. 
<laughs> that that has a lot to do with it, yes. Uh, but, you know, if you shoot an auto or if you're somebody that's, you know what, maybe you trap every once in a while and you got to go around and pick up shells. I'm telling you, you got to use this thing. It's incredible how powerful it is, how easy it is to use. I never, never bent over once. I never had to touch a shell. This thing works really, really good. So hats off to those guys. Thank you very much for letting us try one. Uh, you're not getting mine back. I'll send you a check. But uh, thanks to the guys at Shell Suckers. And Sean and I are going to make a little quick video um, demonstrating this thing and how well it works. And we'll get that out soon. But in the meantime, we just wanted to say thank you. Yeah, it's a great product. And we thought it was worth a mention. Hey, Sean, speaking of thank you, we got some sponsors to thank. Definitely, definitely. Well, uh, I'll start it off. Uh, the guys at Elite, uh, Mr. Murray, again, big thanks uh, for letting us have the shoot down there. Might as well combine Vero Beach in there as well. I mean, great people. As Jason said, great staff. Brian Palmer and his crew down there, they made us look good. I mean, they helped us make look make us look good, if I should say yes. that. Uh, without them, go. obviously, it wouldn't have been anywhere near as successful as what it was. Right. Absolutely. And we're trying to wrestle up the new CEO for Fioki USA. Um, he, as you can imagine, this guy's got a very, very busy schedule. Uh, we've been back and forth a few times. We are going to get him on here soon for an episode. Uh, but in the meantime, Fioki USA, check it out online. Try their shells, man. You go out to a course. If you're somebody that buys, you know, your shells as you need them, which John and I were those two guys for a long, long time. Give the Fioki little rhinos a try. Or if you're an ounce and eighth guy, give the white rhinos a try, man. They hammer targets. Yeah, I'm liking the white rhinos, definitely. And, you know, uh, nothing hurts your gun uh, by having rhino porting or rhino chokes or any of their other gun work, uh, forcing cones and and gun fitting. Uh, that, that will definitely tame your barrel down if you get that porting done. It's definitely uh, something that you want to invest in. Yeah, absolutely. I'll never shoot another gun without it. Right. Also, Atlas Traps. Now, you guys know I'm biased because I'm a dealer for Atlas, but I would still own this product no matter what. Okay, I had my own personal Atlas Traps that I paid full retail for years before I agreed to become a salesman or a dealer for them. So, I love Atlas Traps. They're made right here in America. Every single piece and part of them, even the bolts, are made in America. You cannot go wrong with an Atlas Trap. Yep, absolutely. Another great company that we have to uh, thank dearly is RE Ranger. They were with us from the start. Fantastic products. Love my React glasses, Jason. I know you love yours as well. And a lot of people out there are singing the praises. If you need a good set of glasses, definitely give them a give them a try. Yeah, it's just not my React shooting glasses. My walking around everyday glasses are actually made with RE Ranger sunglasses, and they put they put the prescription lenses in them, uh, not Ranger. I had those made outside of Ranger, but I still wear Ranger glasses 24, well, when I'm not sleeping. But <laughs> um, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, well, listen, speaking of something that I don't ever want to take off is my Odo Pros. Uh, those things fit so comfortably. They did such a great job fitting them, and they worked so well. And I just, I, it gets to the point, Sean, I just don't want to take them out. I can hear everything well. Uh, it eliminates the high, of course, the shotgun blast and everything else. But I just, I love my Odo Pros, and the girls have been absolutely phenomenal to work with. Yep, absolutely. And a big shout out again to Don Grant. I've been, uh, I need, been remiss. I need to get caught up on some of my lessons here and get back on that before I head down to uh, Florida in February. So I can get my mind right. Hopefully I can get through all the courses and get those done before I get there. But uh, Don, thank you for everything you do and keeping all of our noodles in check. Yeah. And speaking of which, I wonder how David Radulovich is doing. He hasn't answered my phone call or text since we've had him on the show. That's been about three months ago. So 
I don't know if Don's gotten a hold of him or not. I know I exchanged numbers with the two of them. So, hey, everyone, we've even had some comments and some emails sent to us. Don't look too forward to this if David's not participating in the program. I called him out. I challenged him. He accepted it. It's on his shoulders now. So we'll see what he does with it. Well, if anybody can fix him, it's Don. <laughs> the poor girl's got her hands full. That's for sure. Um, but uh, thank you very much to Casey Chase at Score Chaser. That's where we signed up for our tournaments, and that's where you should too. Reminder, we are going to be building the clubs and the coaches tab on our website. Um, if you own a club, manage a club, if you're a coach or instructor, you'd like to be a part of it, get a hold of us. All you shooters out there, this is going to be the easy button for you. It's going to take us a couple months to get things rolling, get everything logged into the site. That's a lot of information, but you're going to be able to go there, find a club, find a coach, wherever you're going, and be, be able to plan your trip around it. Right. Well, Jason, what do we tell everybody each week? Oh, wait, you're reversing this. Now you're throwing oh, this you see what Wow. You, you see okay. what I did there? I'm seeing if you're paying attention. All right. Okay. All right. Listen, take someone new shooting. Take them to a tournament. We just told you about a gentleman that's 85 years old. He was a golfer. He found our program. He started shooting. Then he listened to us even more. We talked him into tournaments. This guy is out there enjoying this game Take your friends out, take your family out, take somebody that has not done this, take them out to the course and let them try it. I'm telling you, they're going to love it. You'll be glad you did. Now you've got shooting buddies and somebody that can help pay for the golf cart, huh, Sean? That's right. And it's never too late to try. That's that's the big message there. It's never too late to try this sport out. That's right. And by the way, Sean Alley, how are you doing on um, my little call out to you? Are you taking, have you taken anybody new shooting this month? So actually, I haven't been out yet this month, but I have two guys lined up. One of them is a local electrician that uh, we do work for their company. Just got the bug and bought a new Beretta Auto over Christmas that he's looking to break in. So I'm going to take him out and his other friend. Uh, so I'm looking forward, as soon as we can get some nice weather around here, to take those guys out and start the year off right. Awesome. Well, I'm still working on my first one for the month. Uh, but remember, it's one a month, and we're challenging all of you, everyone that's listening, Try to make it a goal. One person a month. Take somebody new shooting. I'm telling you, it'll be worth it. Sean Alley. Definitely. Listen, we have gone long. We have flapped our gums long enough. Until next week, my friend. We can't wait to see you all back here on the Dead Pair Podcast. We'll see you next time on the Dead Pair Podcast. The Dead Pair Dead Pair Podcast is brought to you by Elite Shotguns and Vero Beach Clay Shooting and is fueled by Fioki USA. The Dead Pair theme song was written, arranged, and produced by Toby Tomplay. Special thanks to the following sponsors. Rhino, Odo Pro, Don Grant, Atlas Trap Company, and RE Ranger. <laughs>